So you got engaged and you've flipped out. You're so excited. It's amazing. Everyone's like, when is it? Where is it? What date is it? Have you thought about this? And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm your farm. Just got engaged. Today's episode is super sweet and sharp and shiny because I'm just going to share with you the top five things that I recommend you jump onto straight away and kind of what order to put them in so you don't miss out on those fabulous things as you get rolling into your wedding day. All right, let's go. Well, hello, hello. I am Kristen Werner, the host of the Secret Brides Club podcast, where each and every week I like to throw wedding wisdom around like confetti. And here's the thing. I'm a creative soul, a colour lover, a style enthusiast and a corporate dropout with over 20 years experience in branding, graphic design, marketing and events. I'm a mum of two to two gorgeous little rugrats and we bought a wedding venue. Well, no, we bought a vineyard that we do bespoke weddings on where we build it from the ground up. I'm a wedding planner and coordinator and I am here to spill the juicy bits about doing it yourself. I mean planning the logistics of your wedding day, whilst also cheering you on as a woman who can get stuff done. I want you to feel truly in control about your ability to make it happen. So welcome to the podcast where I throw wedding wisdom around like confetti. I drop some swear bombs here and there, but it's because I'm passionate. I'm passionate about sharing what I know with you so that you can feel comfortable and confident in making it happen for yourself. I'm a dyslexic and my entire life I have struggled with the fact that things seem harder than they should. So I'm here to break down this barrier between you and planning your wedding day. It doesn't need to be hard, I promise. I have a system and a plan that I really want to share with you. So let's get to it. Well, hello. I am coming in hot this week with a really quick tip for you. Actually, five tips. And it's coming off a conversation I legit had today with a beautiful couple that I wanted to share my wedding wisdom with you and just give you that if you just got engaged, this is what you want to get around. So at a quick glance, like today's five tips are around the first kind of five things you need to do. And I wanted to do this because I had this conversation with this beautiful couple today that had got engaged a couple of weeks ago. And they came to look at the venue, which was amazing. And it was so nice to meet them. But it was literally like I said to them, okay, so have you thought about what kind of food you want? Nope, that, that's coming next. I said, oh, what about your celebrant? No. And I said, well, that should be next. Oh, but I had a list. I didn't think the celebrant was on the list. Like, when do I have to do that? And so if nothing else, it was that reminder for me that I think sometimes I get so caught up in this world, which I love so much, that you kind of forget that you don't, like, if you're not, um, if you're not engaged, you're not actually looking for the steps. Like, you don't just, well, not everybody, maybe some people do, but it's not often you just walk around unengaged, potentially not with a partner or just with a partner and hoping for the engagement announcement to come. But you're not often just walking around thinking, you know, the day I get engaged, I must think about the celebrant and then I must think about the date and I must think about the venue. Like it just doesn't happen. What happens is you get engaged, you lose your shit, you get so excited and then everyone's like, where are you having it? And uh, what time of year? What date? Have you got a celebrant? Like, and you're just standing there like, legit, just happened 10 minutes ago. So calm your farm, right? So I wanted to jump on today. Be nice and quick. Smash it out so that you can hear this. If you're just engaged, you can be all around it and make sure that you've got these things. Now, first and foremost, I must say, and I must um, 
I was going to say confess, but there's no need for me to confess anything. I must just say, I have got an ebook, which is the sweet, sweet price of $19. So it's it's a lovely bargain. But what it does is it walks you through the five like key steps, how to actually choose a venue, how to make your budget, how to get and visualize your style, the setup, so that when you actually do go and choose these things, you've got that foundation. So it's like the best $19 you'd spend. Imagine you're just going out, buying yourselves a glass of wine and having a convo. But do that over this book, right? So it's on the ebook. I will put the link in the show notes. Please go and grab it. It's super amazing and totally detailed and will get you to the point where you'll understand your budget and how much you've actually got to spend. Uh, you'll understand what the vision looks like in terms of what kind of vibe you're you're creating. It will help you understand how many people that sit down as a cocktails that stand up and uh, just get you really clear on what questions you need to ask your venue. And then it basically is the lead into booking your venue. So if you are freshly engaged, and you're listening to this like, what do I do first, Kristen? You go to the show notes, you get the link, you purchase that sensational ebook and you get around that. But this is my podcast around the five things y'all got to do right now, or at least just like have this in the back of the head of, of the process that you kind of need to go through. So you get engaged. Like that's, that's not even number one. That's like zero, zero, zero amazing. And I want you to stop in that moment. Let's all stop. Soak it in. Like, think about it. How long have you freaking waited for that person to get down on their knee, I hope, confess their love to you and say, will you marry me? And look, it might not be like uber romantic. It might be super duper romantic. I don't care how it's happened, but you've waited for that moment and you've said yes. Soak it in. And this is just my 10 cents because I'm here throwing the wisdom around. So I'm, I'm sharing what... I like and me personally like my um my now husband and I we're actually down the River Murray which is our favorite place on earth and I didn't see it coming like we'd been together for eight years or something and I got to the point where I was like okay it was the leap year too so it was my turn I could propose and I was like damn I'm gonna do this this is getting ridiculous and look truth be told did not want to do it myself. But I was like, this guy's getting ridiculous. Like, come on, mate. We traveled around halfway around Australia and the whole time we'd get to a sunset. We'd want to be on a beach or, you know, we'd be in the dust and the dirt, which we love. And I'd be like, it's coming. He's gone to get me a beer. He's getting the diamond. It's going to happen. Didn't freaking happen, did it? But that's okay. Uh, that's okay. I picked myself up. I uh, got home and everyone was like, how was the trip? A winkity wink. And I was like, um, it was amazing. Still not engaged. So then he was all like, oh, then I had to wait because I didn't want to just like do it after. So just, you know, what I'm saying is in that moment when it did happen, we were away down the river, our favorite place on earth by ourselves. It was amazing. I think I actually had a cold and he'd bought like um, a crayfish and moe champagne. And I was all like, mate, I'm just going for a nap. Cool. You go for a nap. Meanwhile, he's like prepping the crayfish and he's getting the champagne chilled and he's doing just the best job and I'm all like oh so I've got a cold I'm tired I'm grumpy um anyway bless his cotton socks he did it and it was just like it was superb and the reason I am telling you this story is because in that moment I wanted to tell the world like I wanted to ring mum and dad I wanted to ring my friends I want to scream it from the but I was also like I'm gonna hold this I'm gonna sit with this while we're here, because no one knows we're here. Although mum and dad did know it was coming. So every time we called to be like, hey, why is the gas bottle not working? Like in the shed, dad would be like, oh, um, just go check this or that. So 
That was actually pretty funny finding that out later. Anywho, I digress, which I do a lot. Um, So with that, we decided that we didn't want to tell anybody. And my best mate actually messaged me and she was like, did it happen? And um, I hadn't even had a thought, but for some reason she got a vibe because she's amazing and she's my best mate. And so we did tell her, but we didn't tell my family. We didn't ring anybody until I think lunchtime the next day because we just wanted to soak it up. So that's my first and foremost is I'm taking you into my top five right now. Things you want to do. Number one, soak it up like be in the moment together if you share it with your family amazing like you do you but everybody is going to start throwing questions your way the second they find out and people do it because they love you they don't just do it and you know it's part of conversation but they don't just do it because they're nosy or whatever they do it because they genuinely love you and would love to know like have you thought about it because some couples totally have um so just keep that in the back of your mind soak it up number one whatever you do just find some time to be together in that moment and feel the feels and just kind of just soak it all up basically number two is I would say choosing the right time of year and the right date because that's going to lead you down the path of look it's a year from now it's peak wedding season we need to get onto this or no I really want a winter wonderland that's a little bit more easier to come by when it comes to venues and such or it might be that you have like an exact date the date you met whatever it may be that you want to choose so that you just know that time I think um, and it might be like I need, you know, I'd love between, if you're in Australia, between uh, you know September and December or something where it's that really nice spring, summer kind of months. Well, you know, you might want to narrow it down to I'd love October, but no, no, November would be fine. So just at key dates, I'd say putting that in the back of your mind, because as you start to seek venues out, you'll soon find that they'll be like totally booked till 2026 or whenever you are hearing this podcast I'm putting this a few years ahead so uh, just you know a note of when that might be so you can start targeting some dates and months number three is your venue search so when you're searching for a venue um, I have some wonderful free downloadables which I'm going to put all these links in the show notes so that you can grab them because I'm here to help you because basically my job at the Secret Brides Club is is to help you become your own wedding planner, to give you the tools and the advice so that you can do this yourself because it doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. You can have all these tools that maybe you want to pass on to an on-the-day coordinator, which I highly recommend, um, or you want to pass it on to a family member or someone to help you on the day. But right now we are getting you sorted. So we're helping you become your own wedding planner here at the Secret Brides Club. So note that. So I'll put all the freebies because one of them is – some questions that you can ask your venue and some things to think about. Like, are you going totally do it yourself or are you sticking in the half do it yourself, half someone else do it? Or are you like, nah, venue does everything. I'm just going to rock up. Whichever you choose is totally fine. So now that let's say you've chosen the venue and you've chosen your date and you've partied hard and you're ready to go, the next thing, which is a curveball, it should not be, but it is a curveball, finding your celebrant and or minister or whoever is going to marry you. But like without that person, you can't get legally married. Venue, no venue, date, no date. You can't get legally married. So choosing your celebrant is a real high up there. And it's also something that there are lots of beautiful, wonderful celebrants out there. But if you've found somebody, you know, as you're kind of doing this searching process and you've found someone that you're totally in love with and then you find out they're booked out again for two or three years ahead because they do book out because people are either following them on social media, which again, wasn't a thing in my time, uh, but so lucky for you now that that is a thing because you get to see their personality and their flair and how they communicate and just their warmth and whatever you get to their vibe basically, which is amazing. 
So, and I also have some amazing connections of beautiful, beautiful celebrants that if you need a celebrant, send me a DM. I'll send you some information um, because they are someone that they book out quickly. And even if you don't know a budget or you don't know any information, please just reach out to them anyway and just say, hey, look, we've chosen this venue. We've chosen the date. We've been following you on social media and, and would love to meet with you. And they're either going to say, great, I've got you know XYZ dates free. I don't have them free. Um, so, you know, you can kind of nearly put the celebrant and the venue in the same basket. Like if you're, the venue's got say two or three dates free and you're not set, you could find the celebrant that you want. And if they've got those dates and it lines up, lock it in. Okay. So the celebrant is an extremely important person and they really do bring an energy and a vibe and true, beautiful connection to your day. So don't ever undervalue how amazing these humans are. Then the next one's kind of number five goes on a bit of a, could be five, could be six, but I'm going to throw it at you. I would say catering and depending what wedding, like if you're having a full sit down and your venue doesn't cater, and I'm talking a bit maybe DIY here, uh, and you need to bring in your own caterer, then I would say catering is quite important because if you decided that you want the full sit down and, and you know, you're going to need somebody that can support that or if you want canapes and you want like a bit more of it, you, you know the food that you want or you, you know a pizza van that you want or you've seen a food truck or a burger van or whatever, just reaching out for those people and that kind of, and this is where this is the five or six because then you've got photographers who I, th- I feel like they're on that same path and they're the, the next more, most important people, photographers, catering, videographers that you want them to capture that moment. You want them to be a part of your day. So reaching out and trying to connect those dots and why they're maybe not as high up as the celebrant in my little list here is because there are other options that are fabulous. And if you're not heart and soul set on one, then you can kind of reach out and find out who's had a photographer at their wedding and you like those photos and just, you know, do a bit more of a reach out and find out because then you're looking at flowers um, and dresses, the girls' dresses, asking them suits, all of that kind of stuff that come a bit further down. But these are the important things that you really do want to lock in. And if it is more of a do-it-yourself venue where you do need to hire a marquee or you need to hire a coordinator or a planner to help hire those marquees and furniture and stuff like that, then again, that number five is a real kind of grey one in terms of getting those things in place that are important for your day to make it happen. So if I'm going to run over them nice and quick again... It would have to be that first things first, please, number one, soak it in. Soak in the love, soak in the moment of the fact that you have waited for this engagement for, I'm assuming, since you kind of got together and fell in love, then soak it in because you don't get engaged to that person ever again. It's like your wedding day. Soak it up. Stop. Take it in. Number two is choosing that time of year. If you don't have a key date, roughly choosing that time of year so that you can go into the venue search, the celebrant search, the photography search with a, hey, these are this. we're looking at October, what dates do you have free? Because you're going to get better information back from them by doing that. Number three is the venue search, like searching for the venue that fits for you. If it's a do-it-yourself or it's a full venue that are doing everything, if it's you've decided it's your family property and you know you want to have that conversation with your parents. So that choosing the venue is really important. Once you've locked that in and locked in a date, number four, choose your celebrant. Find somebody that suits you both sit down with them meet them person to person I would say or via zoom or something so you can gauge you get that gut feeling do we connect are we the right type of people because again once you kind of get that idea of when that that key time that you want to get married is you celebrate as someone on that list you should really start to speak to and number five 
is a little grey, but I'll put these in a show notes and on a post in the socials um, around the fact that if it's more do-it-yourself and you're bringing in a caterer, then you need to find a caterer and a photographer and a videographer. Like all these people are such key elements to your day that shouldn't slip too far down the list because when it comes to stuff like um, your dresses and the suits and stuff like that, they can kind of hang a little bit lower because you want to get these things locked in, like flowers and stuff like that. If you're totally obsessed with flowers, you want to lock in your florist. And the hot tip around town is that due to COVID, flowers are actually, um, and if you're listening to this in the future and COVID's long gone, well, yay. And if you're listening to this right now and COVID's still a thing, flowers are actually really hard to come by because due to COVID, all the flower farms and stuff died because there was nobody there to care for them. And then therefore, now when people are still kind of ramping up the wedding situation, there's just not enough. It's a supply demand problem. So it's something that I would say, you know, number five is catering, flowers, um, photographer, videographer, and if you're hiring things like marquees and stuff like that. And I would also put somebody on there like a planner or even speaking to somebody like a planner or coordinator, DM me if you want some more information about what these people do and what, you know, I do for my on-the-day coordinations and stuff like that and just get your head around it. But I hope that's helped for my last quick top five things at a glance that you just kind of need to get going on and the order to put them in so that you don't get all the way to the end and be like, well, we've got everything in place and we wanted that celebrant or that photographer or that caterer and now we got nothing. So I hope that has helped. My nice quick tips and I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week. I shall speak to you next week. See you lovely. Bye. Ready, set, run sheet. Well, I have some exciting news for you. At the end of November, I will be running a workshop just for you, all about creating the perfect run sheet. You see, the thing is, I get gorgeous couples all the time that come to me at that moment where they're like, um, how do I know what goes where, what time happens, and should I be cutting the cake here? Are we first dancing here? And when do we get introduced? And who's introducing us? What would the MC say? I know, it's a lot. But you see, I do this for couples all the time. It's my jam. I freaking love it. And so for you, I thought, this has gone too far. You need some help. And I have a free run sheet, which you can absolutely download. But what I want to do is step it up. I want to step up my game because I want you to understand the run sheet, understand how important it is, who to involve in it, how to create it. And most of all, I'm doing this to take the stress away from you because I know what it's like. Heck, I could not do wedding days. I could not do my job without a run sheet. So I would say to you, invest in yourself because this will be good money spent to take all that stress away. I am going to walk you through things like what time you need to get up, but we're only going to find that out when we know what time you're leaving your wedding day. I know there's a lot in between, but I want you to understand the key things. I want you to know who to hand it over. So on the day, you don't have to worry about a thing. So please go to the show notes. There will be a link there where you can click on that and you can pop your name in there to go straight onto the wait list so that I'll send you all the info as we get closer and closer and closer because I don't want you to miss out. I know this is going to help. And even if you're like at the very, very start, just come in and grab it because then you own it. You can open it every single time you need to. You can rewatch it. It's all yours. So click the link in my show notes, head to it, pop your name in and I shall see you on the wait list. Okay, lovely. Bye.